you've got a Bible anywhere in front of you, you may just want to turn to Luke chapter 2. I'm just going to read um, seven verses from the beginning of that chapter. (coughs) Really, really well-known verses. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up to the town of Nazareth in Galilee to to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Really well-known words, those. We'll hear them again tonight at our carol service. Do come along. It'd be great to see you again. Um, I want you to get your thinking caps on for a minute. I'm going to show you four different people on the screen, and I want to see if you can tell me what the connection is. And if you get it right, for the first person, no expense spared, some emoji chocolate coins will be given to you. Don't get much better than that. So here we go. Here are the four people. Let's see if we can get this right. The first one is Hugh Grant as Phoenix Buchanan in Paddington 2. Anyone seen Paddington 2? Did you enjoy it? Yes? Good. The next one is a donkey. This is a laughing donkey, but just think about a donkey that we've seen today, the donkey in the nativity play. Now, are you bracing yourself for the next one? Because this is a picture of our most esteemed church secretary, Professor Peter Brandon, who has also been our innkeeper in the Premier Inn today. Looking slightly different there, (laughs) with a turkey on the top of his head. And the last one is Ray from Star Wars. Anybody get the connection between these four people? It's difficult. They're all related. No, they're not all related. (laughs) But that's close. Anyone seen Paddington 1? Let's, let's give you a bit of a clue. Was he in Paddington 1? No. Anyone seen the first Star Wars? Anybody at my age, or even older, seen Star Wars? Was Ray in Star Wars? Are we getting nearer an answer? Go on, Ethan. Spot on. We'll give you the chocolate coins for that. Your dad will love it if you eat them all in one go. And get a massive sugar rush. They're all in sequels, but actually they're not all in sequels. None of them are actually in the original. Because you know what? In our nativity today, when you read the Bible, did you notice there's no innkeeper? There's no innkeeper. Peter and Sheila, his on-screen wife. I'll come and talk to you for a minute. How did it feel to be excluded when you heard the Bible reading? Well, I, I must admit, I, it's not something that uh, I felt happy about. <laughs> um, my wife was particularly upset. But uh, I, for some reason, we've always thought the innkeeper was there, but he's not, isn't he's he? Not, he's not there. There, there might have been an innkeeper, but he's not there. And how did it make you feel, Sheila? You're looking really, really upset. <laughs> well, I was really, because there was just no room in the inn, and, I, and I, I wanted to help them, but I couldn't. It was really bad. It's bad if you're not there. If you don't exist, you can't really help, can you? And the donkey, well, there's no donkey either. Now, there is possibly a donkey, but 
It's just actually not there in the original. The song Little Donkey falls a bit flat, though, if you sing it without a donkey in it, doesn't it? I want you to think for a minute. What's it like to be excluded? Does anyone like being excluded from things? It's not good, is it? There was this um, that came across this week. Not how snoring or a tickly cough can make you a lethal driver, although I'm sure that it's the Daily Mail, I'm sure it's true. But this bit, Facebook ripping society apart. Did anyone read that article? Talk about social media and how people put all these amazing photos of what they're doing, and you can be sat there thinking, I wish I was doing that. I wish I was doing something really fantastic. So you may be thinking today, or perhaps yesterday, we saw some friends who were at Manchester Christmas Market looking like they were having an amazing time. What was I doing? This is not a self-portrait, by the way. <laughs> it's actually a couch potato. But it, no, I won't go into whether it looks like me or not. But someone sat there just watching the TV. Sat there thinking, well, this is not very exciting. This is not as good as what other people are doing. We had some friends who were away in the Caribbean last week. And you remember the weather last week? It was snow. It wasn't great, was it? And we got sent all these pictures. We kept seeing them of them sat on a beach having a wonderful time. And we're not part of their story. We're not part of their story. It's not good not being part of a story, is it? We know the story that started in the manger. It's not actually a story. It's it's history. It's something that actually took place. It's real. And Jesus was born in a manger. And Jesus was born. Jesus is God and human being, all in one. He is man and God together. And he came, and he lived this life, and he did miracles, and he taught people about God, and he ended up dying on a cross. You see the cross behind at the back of the the manger? The cross reminds us that Jesus died, taking all the rubbish of the world onto himself. But then Jesus rose again from the dead and is alive forevermore. And you know the difference with that story is that we can be included in Jesus' story because Jesus said to people, quite simply, follow me, follow me, do the things that I do, live the way that I would live, accept my offer of forgiveness, know what it is to have a new life, and come and be part of the most amazing story ever that goes on, not just over Christmas, but forever and ever and ever. And everybody is invited to be part of that story. It doesn't matter today whether you're three, whether you're quite elderly. It doesn't matter whether you think your life is relatively sorted or you look at your life and think it's a total mess. I don't think God would ever want me. Jesus says, you are welcome. You can be part of this story if you just follow me. And so I just want to leave you with that bit of a challenge this morning. What will you do with Jesus in the manger? Just put him away and leave him there till next year? Or say, actually, now I want to follow this Jesus. Because following Jesus is the ultimate adventure. And it can start today, and it will go on forever and ever. Let's just pray, shall we? Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that as you grew up, you taught about what it means to to follow you, what it means to become like you. Thank you that on that cross you came and you died for the sins of the world so we can know forgiveness, we can know that amazing fresh start that you offer us. And thank you that we can be included in the greatest story that has ever been told. And it will go on forever and ever. So Lord Jesus, I want to pray that in the midst of all the stuff this Christmas, all the things that are going on, all the parties, 
presents and whatever else we might be getting up to. Lord, that you will help us to just remember why you came. And help us to come again with the the joy of the shepherds and the wonder of the wise men in worship to you. Jesus, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Amen.